0: This podcast is brought to you by You're the Best, a celebration of friendship, a collection of essays on the power of female friendships by the Satellite Sisters. Tell your Satellite Sister that she's the best for her birthday, or her shower, or her wedding day, or just because she's the best. The book is available at Amazon or wherever books are sold. Thanks. You're the best. the Satellite Sisters recap podcast of Madam Secretary, the CBS drama. This is season three, episode one. We're going to be talking about today. I'm Leanne Dolan here with my sister, Julie Dolan. Julie, Bess is back. I'm happy about that, Leanne. I'm very happy to see Madam Secretary back at work and back on the air. If you are new to this recap podcast, we welcome you. We've been doing a podcast for many, many years called Satellite Sisters. You can find us on iTunes. But last year we started doing a recap of the Madam Secretary show because we loved it so much. We're happy to have you. We also recap other shows like Poldark and uh, Downton Abbey. We have a bunch of TV recap podcasts. And then we do another podcast about something totally different. But we are happy to have you if you're a Madam Secretary fan. We are just sisters that watch television. Um (laughs) We should say that. Wait, wait, that's right. That's our expertise. Yeah. But we do a lot of watching, so we've gotten pretty good at it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And in this case, we're especially interested in the female figure as the Secretary of State. On our other podcast, Satellite Sisters, we had an opportunity to talk to some Secretaries of State, and that was fascinating. Julie, you've lived all over the world. We even talked to the writer and creator of uh, Madam Secretary last year. So we're all in on this show. I mean, we're not red in, but we're all in, wouldn't you say? (laughs) I think that's a fair assessment, Liam. All right. So Bess is back. And despite our pleading with her at the end of last season not to accept President Dalton's invitation to be his VP, she appears to be leaning that way. And, right. and here's how we know. First of all, she has to go to an agriculture fair and judge a pig contest, which That's right. generally is not the purview of the Secretary of State, <laughs> Julie, do you think? Nope. Only political candidates go to state fairs, I think, Leanne. Uh, and she was the only one eating fried jello. Okay. All right. Her family joins her on this, uh, mission, even though there's really no reason for them to be there either. Right. That's correct. But she has a very good looking family. Uh, They photograph well. And why wouldn't you take them along? It's something for the family to do because otherwise they're just sitting in the kitchen eating breakfast in most scenes. Okay. Well, I thought the last time they were all together, there was that dirty bomb. You know, that was bad. (laughs) Well, that was bad. I'm sure they had plenty of security this time, Liam. All right. And we learned that uh, her husband uh, on the show, Tim Daly, is, quote, testing well with women. Well, no kidding. All right. No (laughs) kidding. That was, I appreciated that they stated the obvious, didn't you? I just choked on that line. I was like, (laughs) you think? (laughs) No kidding. <laughs> all right. And so from this scene, we learn that Bess, uh, no one else in the world knows she's the VP. They're kind of testing her out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to wait till after the convention to announce that she's the vice president, even nominee, even though she's doing all these vice presidential things, because the current VP is very ill. But she is the secretary of state. So, you know, she's also got crises happening in Bahrain. And, yes. Uh, and so the whole episode, Julie, I thought had this feeling of an alternative universe where an election was happening that actually involved substantive debate on human rights and the role of democracy around the world and the immediate impact of global warming on national security instead of our reality where our debates <laughs> include no. Rosie O'Donnell. Like what when- So I I found it kind of confusing this episode. It was, it was, if we can only wish, Leanne, but I know I was, I, that was one part that was a little hard to take. Like, Oh no, Another presidential debate do we have to watch this i 'm watching TV th- these shows to escape reality. I want to get away from our presidential politics, and there it was, but you 're right. it was better politics liam It was much better a much more civilized debate, and no yes. one was talking over or interrupting. No. I will say this here 's my whole problem with this this storyline about the reelection. I do not find President Dalton compelling at all. I wouldn't vote for him, do you, would, would you? <laughs> well, he has gravitas, Leon. Yeah. and he gets really, really mad occasionally on the show. Yeah. So I think that uh That's, that's good. You know, you get the idea that he's this strong, silent leader that occasionally blows. Okay. All right. uh, I wouldn't say he has the charisma, but. No, he has no charisma. No, he has, but gravitas. That's what he has. All right. I I feel like Bess should get off this sinking ship, but it doesn't appear like she's going to, but Julie, let's just start with the obvious question about this episode. What was with Bess's hair? I mean, what what do we think about the new long hair? Okay. Thumbs down. Okay. Yes. We count on you. You have the best hair in television. What are you doing? Why are you just taking that flat iron and making it all flat and straight and long? Don't do it. I know. It was so bouncy and shiny. The Breck girl hair of last season appears to have given way to what my friend calls aging beauty queen hair. I know. <laughs> like, I know. So. Okay. I mean, okay. I was looking forward to the updo she was going to do yes. uh, in order to meet, but then she had to meet with the prime minister of Tunisia, so she didn't have time to do her updo. I was like, oh, that, that's not fair. Now, I think this is at the point in the recap where we need to state if we were talking about the actual secretary of state, we wouldn't <laughs> be talking about her hair. Right. That's it. Good point, Leanne. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Okay. But this is a- speaking of gravitas. Yeah. This that's not what we're doing here. No. We're just, we're watching TV <laughs> and we're telling you what the actress's hair looks like. Yeah. Yes. So this is a fictional character. And you know she's attractive, and her husband's attractive, and her whole family's attractive. Uh, but that hair, we're not on. We're not on board for. But let's let's break down this episode, okay? First of all, we start on what the the news broadcast says is decision day, and I'm like, what is that? Is election day trademarked? Is it like the Super Bowl where you have to call it the big game? That was a primary. Is that it? I was a little. That was the primary. Okay. That was the primary. So he lost in the primary. Uh, So, oh, I I gave that away. Yes. President Dalton (laughs) loses in the primary. Okay. It's a Uh, recap. We can say what happened. Yes. Yeah. He loses. They're in a hotel room. They've ordered up a lot of room service that no one's eaten. Uh and um we learn that Dalton is out as the nominee. He's lost the confidence of his party, and that's when Gadfly Russell turns to Bess and in his best, like annoying Russell voice says, And this is all your fault. I I didn't expect oh, no. that, did you? Well, that was yeah, that was rough. I mean I they I he just I mean, he he has it in for Bess. I yeah. mean, they they're sort of they work to they're frenemies, Leanne. They work together towards common goals, but don't push it. That's what I think. All right, then we cut to Bahrain because this is what we like about this show. It happens in D.C. It's fast paced, but then we also get all these international stories, and we like that here at Satellite Sisters. So we cut back to Bahrain two months earlier. So we've been set up now. We know Dalton's not going to get the nomination and it's all Bess's fault. And we're going to (laughs) find out why. And it starts in Bahrain where there appears to, there's a giant superstorm, and the naval base in Bahrain is wiped out. And Julie, we think this is going to be a show about defense spending because that's sexy. Uh, But what we realize is that it's actually a catalyst to discuss global warming, like Why are we rebuilding bases at sea level in countries with which we share only a strategic advantage and not values? We learn about these no-bid companies that don't actually have to go through a process. They automatically get to rebuild the next base and how they become big donors in the political process. And, uh, and Jay, you know, policy wonk Jay, who he's managed to get the the facial hair under control this season. I was happy to see that. Don't you think? That looks much better. Yes. Good point, Liam. Yeah. I mean, last season there, there was some unfortunate hair there, but now I guess the baby's a lot older. He's getting some more sleep. He looks good. So, so Jay asks, you know, this rhetorical question of best, like, come on, who's kidding who? Like, this is really about global warming. And unless this uh, administration confronts this, all of the rest of this is just you know is just folly and, and that's I thought this was kind of a quick turnabout. She like literally runs to the Oval Office basically <laughs> and presents jay 's idea as her own like yes sea levels are up rising. we have to we have to do I love that, but that 's the thing that best does you know she gets on her high horse and she goes galloping ahead, and it 's good that 's that's um part of her uh winning personality and in many times that can be very effective right when she when she goes ahead with her big idea and gets really fired up on topics so w- for the rest of the episode we see that this idea of introducing global warming gets a lot of blowback as president dalton appropriates elizabeth's stance on this and he has some you know fictional guy that he's running against in his own party which doesn't usually happen but they say that you know well He's had a few missteps, and so there's an opportunity for someone else in his own party to unseat him as the nominee. So they do Mm -hmm. do a debate, and it is. I I started to sweat. Did you when you watched (laughs) this debate? (laughs) I just was like, no, not a debate, please. Yes. So he goes for it. The president appropriates Bess's idea, uh, who appropriated Jay's idea about why are we doing this? Let's face global warming. Uh, let's talk about these defense contractors with no bids. Let's partner with countries like Tunisia that actually share our values, even though they don't offer us any strategic, uh, advantage in the region. And this goes over like a lead balloon in the debate. Apparently, (laughs) apparently the rest of the party, not really on board with this line of thinking. No, I mean, that's right. I mean, eyes were popping out. This was, this was, he was heading in the wrong direction. He's losing donors uh, I, even before he finishes uh, his statement on this. So, you know, it looks like he's going to be a lame, a lame duck. And what does he say? It's, it's, well, it's better to be a lame duck than a dead duck. It looks like they have like seven months to do everything they need to do because he's basically conceding the nomination to this other guy in the party. And I think the other guy also not that dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looked like he could be in the pres- vice presidential debates tonight, uh, on TV. Yep. He's, he looked pretty dull, but yeah. there you go. He's like generic white guy. I just, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I was surprised. I, I thought, you know, they have such great casting on this show, and they have so much talent. I was like, huh? So he's the, ne- he's the new nemesis. I don't know about that, but maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see. Maybe he'll be dynamic. Uh, but it looks like the president is going to concede to this guy and try to align. And uh, I didn't get this guy's name. Did you, Julie? <laughs> No, I don't have them in my notes. Okay. I just wrote down Captain Stoical. That's okay. what I wrote down. Okay, That's okay. really, that's what I'm reading in my notes. Captain Stoical. Okay. okay. So, best Encounters this nominee in the hallway and he does something fishy best doesn't like it like he says oh will you stay on as my secretary of state that's sets off alarm bells with Mm best and -hmm. what does she do she goes running back to that oval office i mean she is just wearing a pathway to that she is fired up land she is fired up right yeah and she's like forget it you should run as an independent we got a better ticket you know we're gonna make history let's make the good kind let's do this and so it looks like Dull Dalton and Bess are going off to run on an, ind- on an independent ticket. And so that's how we set up what we know to be this fact that they don't get the nomination in two months. Is that correct? Did I get the timing right yes, on that? Yes, you, okay. you did get the timing right, and that will be interesting to watch. They're a little everybody's skeptical, you know, the independent, <laughs> independent candidate. I think we've tried this before in politics. Doesn't really work, but go ahead. Maybe best can be the breakthrough uh, to make it happen. Yeah, it's a good storyline. It's a good storyline. So that's great. So meanwhile, back on the home front, oh, the family's all having breakfast together again. Yay! (laughs) That's good. I'm glad they're all together. They're all speaking with each other. Everything's fine, but they're not supposed to spill the beans that their mother, uh, Madam Secretary, is going to be the VP pick. So they're having a hard time with that. Right, right. I mean, as a new empty nester, I got kind of a little pang of jealousy watching the (laughs) the children wrangle and... Best and competently prepare food. It was kind of nice, that breakfast scene. And then we learned that son Jason's computer isn't working, it's wonky. And yeah. I know everyone in America is thinking the same thing. Oops, four hundred pound man on his bed, you know, as yeah. acting. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> no. Exactly.
0: We're actually all thinking the same thing. We know it's Russian hackers. Jason doesn't. They think it's, you know, trolls in his in his tenth grade class. So this is what I love. Henry takes a laptop and he goes, Well, I'll just take this to the White House and get this fixed. Yeah, because those people have nothing to do when it comes to the cyber you know they right right. they they have nothing nothing going on so take it to the head of the national security council yes have (laughs) him work on tap 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 work on that computer just figure out why it's running so slowly yeah yeah you really should make an appointment at the genius bar henry but instead you should take it straight to the white house and henry's (laughs) off to the white house because he's been offered a new top secret mission with a new code name julie we're I was so excited, Leon. Black Dog Station. Yeah, are okay. Black up. Dog Station. That's good. And they're going back into the utility closet that they keep at the White House. That is the most low-tech utility closet ever to fight cybercrime. That's what they're going to be doing at Black Dog Station. Yes. I love that. So H- Henry's got that option. He's weighing it. You know, he's he's gotten some... He's gotten some feedback from President Dalton like, hey, you know, if you're the vice president's husband, you can't really have your own career because you're going to be at these pig things all for the next <laughs> four to eight years. But uh, but Henry still wants to go talk about Block Tog Station. But fortunately, the head of White House, yeah, the NSA cybersecurity division has a few minutes to um, do some diagnostics on Jason's computer. And it looks like, uh oh, somebody has installed a camera there. And then I love this. Then he's like, take it to the FBI. Yeah. What? Okay. What? I mean, who can, like, can you just show up at the FBI with your laptop? Like, there would seem to be more protocol than that, right? Right. I I would think so, Leon. But you never know. I mean, they're doing all kinds of things with laptops at the FBI, right? Yeah. So I I just—it seemed funny to me, like, oh, hello, yeah, my laptop's broken. I just wanted to talk to someone here at the FBI. I mean, just try that. I mean, Henry's just a normal citizen. He doesn't actually work for the government. Let's remember, but not. But he's not really just a a philosophy professor, Leon, as we know. Okay. So, uh, so. So, Henry's going to take the laptop to the FBI, and then all of a sudden, oh, he's like, he's, uh, he's mugged. He's jumped by a bunch of guys. They come out, they hit his arm with a baseball bat, they grab his backpack with the laptop, and they get in a white van. And that's when we know pretty much Russian hackers, right? Do you think that's, that's where we're yeah. going with this, Jordan? I think or- that's absolutely where we're going, Leon. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Because last year they had that excellent Russian storyline, and that's not done. Like that, you know. That relationship is not done with Henry and the Russian government. So, mm-hmm. uh, so finally we get to the end of the episode. You know, a lot happens at Madam Secretary's life in one day, but she finally gets to put her pajamas on. Oh, what? Yeah. That was, that was the best. Actually, that was the best outfit that she wore throughout this entire episode. I thought it was sort of, Maybe it's because she's running for vice president. She can't uh, lead with her style the way she normally does. But when she put on the cashmere bathrobe and those silk PJs, I thought, first of all, it's a great choice for Madam Secretary because she has a lot of late night visitors to her house Yeah, and she can always greet them in that fabulous outfit. Yeah. So, uh, and they're both going to be working late. Oh, Henry's got papers to read. She's got to, you know, get up to speed on, on something and, um, and then all, all of a sudden they take out all these eight by 10 photos of their kids and my they God. both realize that someone is stalking the kids. And my guess is it's the same people with the computer. So right. there we go. We've set up a bunch of storylines. I have to say, did not think this was the most dynamic episode. Yeah. I Maybe I was just – I got so turned off because it was a presidential debate okay. in the – and it, I was just trying to escape presidential politics. Yeah. But yes, I think, you know, but I think you're right. I think it, it sets it up for, um, for subsequent weeks. So, um, that's good. Yeah. I would say the other, like, big news that I was just so pleased with were the, were the blue velvet couches in the Oval Office. I don't know that you noticed those, no. Leanne. Li- no. But they recovered the couches in the Oval Office, and it was just this. It wasn't really. It was like a dark teal color, color and they had little gold pillows. Very, very nice effect. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go back now. Yeah. Every every recap we do, our binders full of blouses because Madam Secretary wears great blouses, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and there aren't that many women on TV that wear blouses, but she can wear them well. This time we really only had one. We had one dramatic blouse, longer than the jacket sleeve. She is still working that look, Julie. <laughs> I, I don't know. I it just bugs me. I want to pull her jacket sleeves down. Yeah, I, I think that that's just as not right. And I think the shirt's going to get all dirty. It's not very practical. That's what, but 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 it, it seems to be working for her. So yeah. I'm sure I would get the sleeves of my shirt all dirty. That's. Uh, <laughs> That's, it's true. It's true. Because they were blousy. They were blues on. Like the sleeves yeah. were blouson. I don't know. So. All right. But we set up some storylines. There's going to be a campaign. You're right. we got to live through it. At least we will be Madam Secretary. Uh, uh-huh. There will be trips to Iowa, I think, in her future. You know, there's going to be more uh, divisiveness with Russell for sure. Right. We Okay. We still have the girlfriend. We still have the, the daughter who has the British girlfriend, Boy, boyfriend, boyfriend, excuse me, boyfriend. Yeah. And, um, you know, we saw a place of the Airbnb flats that he wants to rent. So <laughs> I, you know, I'm suspicious of him. I think he's too good to be true. That guy. Over okay. Okay. Could be a double agent, Lee. And we, we haven't had one of those And, so Madam Secretary. It's time for another one. I, or I, I think it would be a new one that we would have for this episode. And of course, black dog station. Black we're dog very excited. We're very excited that they're going to be <laughs> opening, opening that up. Again. All right. All right. Okay. We are the Satellite Sisters. Uh, You can find more Satellite Sisters podcasts at iTunes. We're happy to be here. Next week, I'm Adam Secretary. There's no show. They said a new show in two weeks. So um, I think, oh, I think it's an actual debate. That's why. Oh, it's a president. (laughs) Oh, shoot. This is too much. It's too Uh, much. (laughs) It's too much. (laughs) That's right. The, pres- the next presidential debate is Sunday night. I was thinking, huh, is it football? No, it's an actual presidential debate. So, um, so Madam Secretary and uh, President Dalton must be prepping for their own debate the following <laughs> week. So it'll be two weeks, uh, and then we'll have a new recap. All right, Jewel, um, you know, we can only hope and pray that she, um, she just gets her hair trimmed a little. And go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And <Yeah. laughs> stays away from the flat iron. Yeah. Please. You know, we all do it. We think we can wear long hair. I mean, I grew my hair out this summer, and then I finally went to the hairdresser. She's just like, Yeah, it's done. You can't. I go, I know. What was I thinking? I said, I gave it a try. It looks terrible. She's like, I know. No. Yeah, let's do it. Back to shoulder length. All right, that's okay, Bess. We love you. you do a fine job there. Fine job. We're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, you can find us at iTunes or at SatelliteSisters.com. But we ask you today to stay tuned for a special message from Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. We're working with CMNH the whole month of October to raise awareness, to send messages to kids and families who need it, and to raise funds for this incredible group of hospitals across the United States and Canada that do such incredible work. Today we want to tell you about Cooper, so stay tuned at the end of this podcast. All right, everybody, have a great week, and don't forget, call your satellite sister. I'm Liz Dolan, here with my sisters, Leanne Dolan and Julie Dolan. We are the Satellite Sisters, and we wanna tell you a story about Cooper and Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Cooper lives in Minnesota. He suffers from an incurable neurological disorder called dystonia. I've never heard of it before, but it causes Cooper's body to twist and shake uncontrollably. Simple tasks like tying his shoes or eating a bowl of cereal become really difficult and frustrating. And you can imagine his family has tried everything, medications, physical therapy, even Botox injections, but things got worse, not better. Finally, with the help of Gillette Children's Specialty Healthcare, part of the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, Cooper got the chance to try an advanced treatment that really did help. Cooper underwent a rare and complicated deep brain stimulation surgery. That's DBS for short. Maybe you've heard of it. A medical device was implanted under his chest to help him control movements through electronic signals to the brain. Gillette Children's Hospital is one of the few in the U.S. that can even perform this complex surgery. Today, Cooper can pour a glass of milk, brush his teeth, tie his own shoes, and the thing he loves to do more than anything else, fish with his dad. Why are we telling you this story? Because we want you to help us create more Coopers, more kids who have gotten the kinds of help that has so dramatically improved Cooper's life. Children's Miracle Network Hospitals can do this. They have 170 member hospitals that provide 32 million treatments each year to kids across the U.S. and Canada. One in 10 kids in North America is treated by a CMN hospital each year. Maybe you know one. Cooper receives care from rehabilitation, neurology, and neurosurgery specialists at Gillette's Complex Movement Disorders Clinic. All of this with help from CMN Hospital's donations. So here's what we want you to do, Satellite Sisterhood. We want you to go to our special URL and donate what you can. And here's that URL cmnh.co forward slash sisters cmnh.co forward slash sisters and we encourage you to do that maybe you know a kid or a family who's been helped by a cmn hospital tell us that story again the special url is cmnh.co forward slash sisters and that's a .co not .com we've also posted the link at our website satellitesisters.com, on the satellite sisters facebook group page and on twitter All this month, we'll be rallying the whole Satellite Sister community, asking for your donations and telling you more stories on our podcast of kids who have been helped by Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Please put your money where the miracles are. Thanks. You're the best.